Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is Jay Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, co-host with me, that Chris. I'm here, James. Well, good to be back. I was out last week, but I'm back, Jack. It's always good to have you here. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I guess with me and you two, I guess, call in for the former NBA player Reggie Slater. So we'll wait till he calls in. You know, Reggie, you know, that's that um, uh, NBA time they be on, you know. You know how that is. <laughs> is, is, is this nap time right now for him? Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> are. <laughs> okay. Well, Chris, I'm not laughing for y'all. Y'all talk a little bit about LeBar, uh ball and all like that. Um, I just seen something today on ESPN and um the NFL kinda tweaked the rules of celebration now. You know, before they had cut it all out, you know, you couldn't do this and that. They tweaked it a little, you know, they allow you to dance, celebrate with the ball and it can't be assessed like some kind of sexual dance or anything like that. But they can't celebrate, and they can celebrate with some players. What do you think about that? You know, they, 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 when they took that away from them being able to celebrate, you know, it kind of took the the air out of of scoring a touchdown. So I'm I'm glad to hear that they're allowing them to do some sort of celebration, a little bit more so than they have in the past. You know, because it is a big deal when you score a touchdown, you know, and, and, and you should be able to do something to to show everybody how how great that is. I mean, you know about that. Well, I think um, I kind of heard a couple guys talking, and um, and they were saying, you know, the NBA was down in their rating last year. You know, I don't know how that is. You know, they tried to blame it on Kavanaugh and all that, but... Now they're saying the reason why they're doing this is because um, a lot of people used to watch the um, it's the NBA, the NFL was down. And they say a lot of people used to watch it and see certain players and celebrate, you know. So they're doing this to see if they get their ratings up and see if people are going to watch it more to see if Odell Beckham going to, you know, do what he did last year. He did the Michael Jackson thriller thing and stuff like that. But I remember back in the days when that started. When that started, you know, I think Terrell Owens, remember that? Oh, with T.O., yes. He celebrated on the Dallas midfield, and then when he took out that Sharpie, remember that? Yes, and signed. Yes, <laughs> signed it. He, there was hey, also James, a, you there? I think yeah. you did. Who's Abe? Hey, Abe, how are you? Hey, this is Abe. <laughs> What's up, Abe? I'm back, Jack. How's it going? How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> I, I just I just wanted to chime in real quick, you know, uh, for a long time, the NFL was known as the No Fun League, and now they put the fun back in it. Yeah, I was just telling Chris, I think they're trying to do that to get people to watch it. You think so, Abe? Absolutely, yeah. I think I think it's a good thing. You know, I mean, I, you know, there is a, a point of of, of uh, excessiveness. You know, anything that, that you know, goes over a couple of minutes is, is definitely excessive, you know, but, uh, you know, you should be able to celebrate, you know, a touchdown or something of that nature, you know. So I think it's a good thing that they're bringing it back. What do you think, sir? 
you know, I, I, I just got through saying that, yeah, I, I, I think it is, it is definitely a good thing, and, and, and fans are looking for it. And I, I was just kind of quickly reading what, what they said about the rules on relaxing it. It has to be a spontaneity, a, a spontaneous act. It can't be something where they've, you know, pulling out the pen, you know, pulling out the cell phone, you know, that kind of stuff that, that's going to, as they say, delay the game or, or, or something that, that's going to be aimed at their opponents, you know. It just has to be, you know, celebrating the actual touchdown. You know, or or whatever you know. Say they the other team fumbles and they get the fumble and they can jump up and down. And yay! You know, because people like to see that. I don't know. You know I don't know. Hey, what do you think? I kind of like all that with the sharpies and when To grabs the Tilly the pom pom and ate the popcorn. Don't you like that, Abe? Yeah, you know. I mean, uh, it, it definitely makes for exciting TV. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, I, I'd like to see these guys, you know, do a selfie in the end zone, uh, spiking the ball or something, you know. But uh, yeah, it's it's cool to see. Yes, I think uh, old school. She don't. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm not saying old school. I'm just saying what the rules are. I, 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 I do think that those games were pretty fun because you you tend to watch them to think, okay, what are they going to do this time? What are they going to do now? You know, how how are they going to, you know, spike it up a little bit more? I mean, Who was it like, last season? Last season, Ezekiel Elliott, he jumped in that in the Salvation Army kettle. You guys remember yeah. that? Yeah. 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 yeah it was around, around Christmas time, I think, and, and uh, he got fined for that one. What's wrong with that, Abe, and everybody in, in um, Green Bay, they do the Lambo League? What's the difference, right? Not much. I mean, you know, let these guys have a little bit of fun. They're out there playing hard. You know, let them let them have a good time. You know, I don't see no point in it. I mean, like you say, that's what we all looking for. You know, oh, what this guy gonna do when he scores touchdown? You know, what's the next thing? I mean, look at the NBA. Look at uh, Dennis Rodman. Everybody's waiting to see what he's gonna come out in some crazy what he gonna do on the court, right? Yeah. Yeah, what what, what 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 color his hair is going to be? How many more t- tattoos and or earrings he has? So that brought the ratings up. I mean, look at yeah, that. Yeah, did. Look at look what um, Jerry Jones going to Dallas. He runs his mouth every time about something. The, the people want to watch Dallas get beat. There's more people watching Dallas. You know, that's why they make an American team. Am I right, Abe? <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever you, whatever you need to do to get. People to watch, you know. I mean, people, people want to see exciting TV. Well, we'll stick, we'll stick on football for a while to, you know, Reggie call in eight. But uh, right. I want to. It's kind of funny. Uh, I was training last night with a young lady, and you know, she's sitting there doodling and doing blah blah blah, and then uh, looked over and she's like, "Oh my God!" You know, I don't understand basketball. Like basketball, I don't, the sport that you understand, but I love football, and she had an Oakland Raiders thing. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> what is it with Oakland now that everybody's starting to love Abe, Chris? What do you guys think it is? Go ahead, I'll let you go first. <clears throat> go ahead, Chris. Oh, about me? I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So, so I, I personally, I, 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 I think it's, 
you know, they got a great quarterback. They got some good receivers. You know, they're they're getting a system that's that's working, and and it and it's beyond the bad boy image that they'd had for years. Um, they they're they're getting to be a solid team, and they're a winning team, and people love all, love winners. So I I I think that that's where it starts. You agree with that? Well, you know, I think I think uh, a lot of it is, is uh, you know, they're bringing a, a lot of this uh, hard nosed football image back that they had back in the the mid to late seventies, you know, and uh, you know, with the the all the hype around them, with the fact that they're you know moving to uh, Las Vegas here in the next couple of years, you know that. Uh, that's that's uh, you know, stirring a lot, stirring the pot up a lot with these guys, you know. And so uh, the fact that uh, you know they still have a chance to to bring a Super Bowl championship uh, trophy back to Oakland, I think it's a good thing, you know. And I think uh, the fact that you know they got some new players on their team, uh, namely Marshawn Lynch, uh, one of them who is uh, an Oakland native. You know, I think that uh, I think that that's that just adds to the mix of things, you know, and uh, and so you know, yeah, I I, I I'm, I'm behind them, you know, I'm rooting for them. I want to see them win, you know. My my wife definitely wants to see them win. She's she's a, a diehard Raiders fan, you know, Raiders for life, you know, fan, and uh, so yeah, I, I wish them all the best, you know, and, and hopefully they they have a outstanding. Uh, football season here coming up. Well, I hate to change the subject, but you brought up something with Marshawn Lynch. The Eagles just got LeBron. Is that it? Blunt? Is that how you say his name? Yeah. The Eagles are stacking it up. I mean, they're getting all these free agents. They might get dollars around for that division. What do you guys think? No way. A couple weeks ago, I I had stated that, that, that they were you know a good contender you know they were going to be doing some damage this year and that has to do with their receiving core you know they, even though people don't really like the quarterback you know cuz he had this this was his rookie season you know he still has a lot more in him and he is he is going to be good just have to give a little time, more time with him but i i I agree with you. I I think that they're going to be pretty phenomenal. You know, pretty interesting to watch. I can't wait to hear what Abe got to say. I'm going to listen. Oh, boy. Go here ahead. we go, Abe. <laughs> now, you know, we're talking about the Seahawks, right? So they're, they're looking at, uh, they're also looking at trying to put uh, Kaepernick on as, uh, no, as a backup. I'm about my Eagles. Sorry? my Eagles, Abe. My Eagles. You're, oh, you're talking about the Eagles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, you know, <laughs> now that's a different story. <laughs> I Here we go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I still think, you know, you know, they're always good games, and, uh, you know, w- whether they win or lose, you, you know you're always going to watch a, an exciting game, but... Uh, I you know I I last year I think it was split split last year uh, James they won one away and won won one at home Dallas did with the Eagles and uh, this year I'm 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 
I'm looking for the the, the Cowboys to uh, to take them both, take both <laughs> games this year. So we'll see what happens. You don't, you don't believe that, do you, Chris? I, uh, I, it's so hard. I, I, I do think that the Eagles are going to be a good team this year. I really, really, I truly believe that. You know, look, look at kind of what they did last year with, with just who they had. You know, and this year now they really have a team together. You know, they're going to be just, just throwing it. They're going to be up and down that field. Let me get Sorry, that Abe. Hey, Chris, Dallas had that yeah. remarkable year. I don't think they're going to do that again. I mean, that game, the last game of the Eagles, they should have won, but they wasn't planning on trying to win. I could see that. But I don't think Dallas, I think Dallas might go 12-4 and four this year. You know, I don't see them doing what they did last year because a lot of teams have figured them out. I mean, some of those games they were beating, they came back and they ended up winning. But, I mean, am I saying something right or am I saying something wrong, mate? You might be right, James. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, they said that Ezekiel Elliott was in a, recently in a car accident. I heard this weekend. Yeah. yeah, so that you know that could, and he's sitting out of practice, I believe. Uh, so yeah, that that could uh, prove to hurt him a little bit. Wow, that's news to me. I didn't hear that. I mean, what is that guy? Yeah. Just they keep popping up, don't it? Man, I don't know. It seems like like his name's popping up for all the wrong reasons, though, you know? Right. Well, to be honest, I I just kind of read the headline that he got into the accident, so I didn't read what had happened, how bad he was hurt. I I didn't go into that depth on on what I saw. I just saw that he had been in an accident. All right, just so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to mess with Abe a little bit more. Maybe Red's called in, but... We'll call this one Mess with Abe today. We'll be right back. (laughs) Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
you're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jack Loving, your host, and I'm mad as hell. And my co-host is Chris, and we got A, mess with A today, but we got the prophet that came on here. We ain't gonna call him the prophet no more, but we're gonna call him A. He's, he is now the savior. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna call you the savior. Chris, Wayne, uh, before we lose on break, Wayne start going on. Go ahead, Wayne, start to light you up. Go ahead. What are you talking about? I think you guys are, are totally wrong about um, Philadelphia and, and, and being, you know, and I'm not going to say that Philadelphia won't be a decent team. I mean, I, I think they they do have some parts. I do think they are a building team. Um, I think they will be a competitive team, but a team ready to make the next step, um, I, I don't see it happening. I mean, we know what Dallas did last year. Um, we saw the Giants go out. um and, and get Brandon Marshall from the Jets so that they stay powerful on offense. We've seen the Redskins in the draft address their defense with their top three or four picks, and they had one of the most explosive offenses uh, in the National Football League last year. And then that brings us to the Eagles. Uh, you know, and I was reading through sports headlines today. Carson Wentz went and met with um, quarterback gurus to go and, and, and uh and repair or address some of his mechanics. And, and I think that's great. I don't think it's a, a bad thing. I mean, his coach was a little disappointed in it. But I, I just think that Carson Wentz even realizes that the Eagles aren't an elite team. They're an up-and-coming team. They'll be a competitive team, but they've not crossed that threshold. And I don't think anybody looking at the other teams in that division, at least not on paper, would say that the Eagles are in that caliber. They beat Dallas when Dallas had nothing to play for. They got whooped two times by the Redskins, and I'm not sure what their the record was against the Giants, but the Eagles are not better than anybody in that division. They got LeGarrette Blunt or Blunt. Okay, that means what? He was a cast-off um, by New England, and I'm not going to say that he's a bad player, but he's definitely not going to be a difference-maker Um in Philadelphia, he doesn't actually even fit into what they normally like to do. They throw short passes, and they throw screen passes to the running backs. LeGarrette Blount is not the third down back that you throw a screen pass to. They're not a power running team. Um, you look at Darren Sproles uh, and the other running back they have, they're, they're more scat backs. They're more spread you out and run the ball, and that's definitely not what LeGarrette Blount is. So getting LeGarrette Blount on your team to me, means absolutely nothing. It means that it's a bad fit. That's not a person who fits into the Philadelphia Eagles personnel and what they like to do. So, like I said, anybody looking at it and looking at the Eagles and looking at the other teams in that division, make an argument somehow that they're better than any team in that division, and, and, and I think you're crazy. You know what? I used to like you, Wayman. I don't like you much anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sorry, Chris. I still like you, Chris. <clears throat> hey, Chris. Huh. Yes? Well, we're going to break. I'm going to jump off. Reggie's going to be on. 
And I'm going to call back in 15 minutes because um, the, the office called me. Okay. So I'll be back around 15 minutes. Reggie will be on with y'all, too. Sounds so uh, good. we'll take a break now. Then we'll come back. We'll have Abe, the Savior, and we'll have Formula Bay player Reggie Slater. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play by play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam had the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is your co-host, Chris Marwitz. James has stepped up for a moment, so um, I'm taking over the, the helm for a little bit. So we have as our another guest with us, we have Reggie Slater. He's come back. It's always good to have you on, Hi. Reggie. Thank you, Chris. And, uh, of course, we still have, we, we have Abe. Abe is always here with us. And Wayman, you know. Wayman, I apologize for what I said earlier. You know, I, you, you know I do like you. You know, you make, you make the show interesting. I, I appreciate it. And you know that I do like you too, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. So James should be calling him back in shortly, but um, in the meantime, let's let's step back a little bit and talk a little bit about what's going on in basketball. So, okay, Reggie, the last last what you guys remind me about last two three weeks we've talked so much about Levar Ball and Lonzo Ball uh-huh. and everything's going on, and I think I said last week I'm going to not talk about him anymore, but. The man keeps saying things, and I can't help myself but hear what he says. 
and and so I want to hear it from you, Reggie, as a former NBA player. Um, if you had this father making all these statements about his son, how great his son was, you know, what he's going to do in the league, blah blah blah, um, would you would you make that a challenge for yourself? You know, and 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 as soon as he comes on the, on the court, would you want to try to test him? I am sure that the 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 dad is making the son a target, but I'm 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 also sure that the son knows that, and uh, hopefully he has enough ammunition with him to answer the call. You know, once the game starts, but we'll soon see. What what the dad has done is 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 uh, you know put his his son's name out there. Definitely, everybody's talking about him. I can't deny that. Kid has his own uh, shoe deal and all sorts of things. So we'll see what happens. Have you bought his shoe yet? <laughs> no, no. Just asking. Just <laughs> no. asking. Because according to the father, you know, he's now saying that uh, the 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 shoe brand, you know, if 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 Adidas, Nike, Under Armour wants to come back and and try to buy uh, the the shoe brand from him, it's now three billion dollars. <laughs> why That's what he'll sell the why, why it's $3 there. billion. Dollars. He probably go to five. <laughs> well, if that's what he thinks it's worth, yes. Which, in yeah. his mind, it is. Maybe so. Maybe so. Crazy stuff. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, again, the dad is doing a... He's getting the kid's name out there. And uh, very little of what he says I agree with. But I can agree with you know, he's he's making his, he's putting his kid's name out there. Is it good or bad? I don't know. That's up to debate. But he is doing that, getting his kid's name out there. And and Wayman, that's something that you you have stressed time and time again. That if if nothing else, you know, he's he's putting his son's name in everybody's mind, and that's that's his sole purpose is to do that. Right. I, I mean, I, I, he's crazy like a fox. I mean. I, like a you know, just like you, I, I don't really pay too much attention to what what he says because it's nonsense. I mean, a three billion dollar shoe deal. Um, he could take Jordan or any of these other people that that he's called out. I mean, it's not even worth listening to. But the one thing that he's continuing to do, you know, he was just now on um, Colin Cowherd's show. Um, he, he's keeping his son's name out there. Um, I think his son probably would have been good enough to be the second pick in the draft without all of the fanfare and hype, but who knows? Um, the, the one thing that he does, you, we don't know very much about Malik Monk. We don't even know much about Marquise Fultz. Um, we don't know very much about these other top 10, top 20 draft picks. We are constantly, and, and actually we don't even know very much about ball because um, the son, Lonzo, has not said very much at all. Um, but his right. dad is keeping his name relevant. His dad is making some money on the side. <clears throat> and, and I honestly do think that eventually the son will part ways with the dad, and, and it just makes for a perfect break. Um, he, he can negotiate his own shoe deal. He can, um, bad or good, you know, depending on how these first couple of years go, he can use his own voice, say, you know what, I never agreed with what my dad did. I've negotiated my own contract with Nike. 
um, you know, I'm my own man. I'm, I'm breaking free of my dad's shadows, and here we go. So, I mean, even though I, I don't like <clears throat> the tactics being used, I really don't see it as a as a lose situation in any way. Um, like Reggie said, he's going to have to prove it on the court one way or another. Um, if he's good enough to do it, if he's good enough to do it. If he's not good enough to do it, he wasn't in the first place. Right. I I've, I said this even last week that that that. Uh, Lonzo is untested. He's very untested, and for all for the father to be speaking how he is, you know, just because he played he played all right with UCLA does not necessarily mean he's going to become the next Kobe Bryant for the Lakers, you know, which is what he still <laughs> wants to have happen. Right. Right. So it's and 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 then they got two more sons. And and here he is, you know, expecting this son to do well. Well, if he doesn't do well, what's that say about the other two sons, who have who have deals for UCLA and then wants them to go on the pros? The pros are, pros will be kind of looking at him, going, you know, they're not necessarily that great of, of players because the first son's not, and the father said he was. So he set he set right. up all the whole family. You know, right. it could be a well, disaster. Well, what the NBA teams have to do is they have to figure out. Um, certainly, they've 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 uh, brought him in to see what his talent level truly is, and they you know they're going to have to ultimately figure out is the baggage that the dad brings to the team to the locker room possibly worth the you know uh, the talent that this kid is bringing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Is it worth it? And but but yeah, keep in mind he's it? only trying out for the Lakers. That's the only team he's trying out for. I mean, because as the father says, you 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 put it out in the universe. You say it; it's going to happen. Right, right. So he's 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 an ego, and I just that that's the whole thing. I just we we again we talked about this last week. Remember Abe, where we were talking about how you know we 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 we're just watching this because it's a train wreck. You know, just ready to happen, a train wreck. You know, and 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 yeah. in a way, you want to see it happen. And at the same time, you know, you know it, it's coming. Eventually, it's going to happen. And, and you know, you hate to see it happen, but at the same time, you can't take your eyes away from from uh, what's going on. You know, you know they they have uh, you know they supposedly sold you know I don't know how many pairs of these shoes. Uh, they're uh, supposedly four or five hundred dollars a pair. I think is what they said, something like that. Four ninety five, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, you know it, he's like like Reggie said, he's he's definitely got his son's name out there, and people are are glued to the screen, you know, looking to see what's going to happen next, you know. So, well, you know, we'll the, see what the, happens. The most popular, most popular boxer in the world. <clears throat> Is uh is Floyd Mayweather and and ninety percent of the people that buy Mayweather fights want to see him get knocked out um, and in the same way um, Levar Ball is, is positioning his son now you know his son speaks for himself and, and Reggie would know you know more about this than than anybody but I mean as, as he develops relationships and plays on whatever team he plays on his play and his talent and character are going to speak far more. Than, than what his dad says or doesn't say. And so, I mean, at this point in time, <clears throat> his dad is just a mouthpiece. His dad is a, a, a showman. He's doing promotion. But for me, none of it really matters because 
like I said, it's going to boil down to whether he can play or not. And it doesn't matter what his dad has said up to this point. If he can play, sure, his dad will capitalize on it and say, I told you guys all along, my son was the greatest, so on and so forth. If he can't, his dad will move on to the next son and promote him. And, and, and Lonzo Ball was all smoke and mirrors in the first place. But what I do know about Lonzo Ball is him and his two brothers supposedly destroyed some rec league game, which means absolutely nothing. But they're constantly in the media. We constantly hear about him. And I guarantee you whatever team he plays for is going to be nationally televised um, that first game mm-hmm. of the year, and they'll be followed the whole rest of the year. People will come out of the woodwork, and you said yourself, Chris, for an untested rookie. Who else wants to see an untested rookie play, but his dad has done such a, a, a masterful job at promoting him that we're all glued to the TV? Mm-hmm. Very well stated. Yep. Very much. But again, just waiting for that train wreck. Just waiting. <laughs> All right. That's so like so I'm, 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 and, I'm saying right here now, I'm saying right here now that I'm, I'm done talking about ball. I'm done for, for now, for now, until, until that train wreck actually happens when he gets drafted and plays and all that. So I'm done for it. So I, I have a couple of things I want to talk about and, and just want your guys' opinion. Um, a few weeks back, Commissioner Silver, you know, he's upset with, uh, with what's happening during the regular season. You know, basically we're, teams are resting players during the regular season, you know, trying to, trying to get them so that they can rest their legs, rest, rest their bodies for the, the, the playoffs. You know, and, and fans are paying good money to see, the, see them play. You know, and there's TV deals, broadcast matchups, along with endorsements. You know, ultimately it's the fans who are, who are being shorted. Commissioner Silver is looking into ways to stop this from happening. Yeah, I don't know if, if what he can possibly do, but, but back when Magic and Larry Bird and Michael Jordan played, you didn't see a lot of this. What, 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 why do you think it's happening so much now? Uh, Reggie, let's go ahead and go with you. <laughs> I'm going to sound like an old man, my initial response, <laughs> because it's the same thing that all ex-players say. It's a different league now. It's a little softer. <laughs> softer. There you I go. I like an old man saying that. But it is a little different. And you're right. Back in, you know, they only started doing the whole, uh, you know, in, in any locker room, the NBA locker room in the 80s, late 80s, mid-late 80s, you know, you had, uh, I should say right now you go into the locker rooms and these guys have all these uh, muscle replacement drinks and, and hydration, so on and so forth. And it was like that when I played in the 2000s and in the uh, 90s. But, you know, back when you talk about that Dr. J, and Moses Malone, Magic Bird era, there was beer in there, you know. And guys just, you know, they, they I'm sure they drank water too. But it's a, it's a whole different philosophy and outlook, expectations, uh, preparation uh, than it was, gosh, 30, 40 years ago. In saying that, we have some, I think, some great physical specimens out there that, that are astonishing. Olympic looking to look at, uh, but once you, but I'm more of the thought of who's tougher, you know, who's who's going to last, who's going to pay play through the pain, um, but I think I think um, some of the guys, some of the guys in the generation that they, that are playing right now, they they want the prize of not 
uh, uh, they want the reward of these contracts that are guaranteed that the people before them have busted their tails to get. But sometimes they don't necessarily do all the work beforehand to prepare their bodies. And that's not everybody, but I think that's, that's, that's a significant portion of people, you know, and, and that gets a lot of attention. Yeah, that's pretty tough. So, so Abe, what, what do you think about this, you know, the resting of the players? Well, you know, I, I think, honestly, you know, these guys keep a, a pretty grueling schedule, you know. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think they, they need a, a recuperation time uh, to get through, you know, in the, especially in the games that count, you know. And, uh, you know, I want to say that Denver did it with uh, Peyton Manning. You know, that year they won the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, he's, he was a little bit older then. And, and you know, he had he'd come off of those surgeries and whatnot. And and so, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, you know. And, and they're, 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 make, they're using the rules to, to their advantage, you know. So right. Right. If, if, if they can change it or tweak it just a little bit, you know, then they can they can make it work for them in their situation. Right, right. I think Commissioner Silver has done as, as much as he can to change the game so that it is more pleasable to the fan base. You know, you, you see different de- uh, defensive rules now. You see uh, uh, a whole host of things that are uh, uh, switched, changed, and manipulated so that there's more points on the. Uh, scoreboard so that there's more one-on-one, less uh, less less of the uh, you know fouling and and, and slow down pace. So uh, you know I'm sure he's going to figure out some way to adhere to the demands of um, you know of the people that are watching it. Because you're right, uh, you know um, the, the, in the end the customers are all the one that pay these guys a salary uh, via the TV contracts, advertisement. Uh, you know, let alone, you know, just coming to the games in the stadium. Right. So, Wayman, I'd like to know what you have to say about this. You know, I'm in complete agreement with, you know, um, what, what Reggie and Abe have, have said. Um, it's just a, a new mindset, a, a, a different mentality. You know, when you ask the questions, I, I revert back to, you know, Jordan being helped off the floor when he was, uh, when he was sick. I think he had the flu during a playoff game. <clears throat> But it, it was a different mentality and a different mindset where these guys come into the league now, and I don't care if it's basketball, football, whatever, where you see your body now as a, as a commodity, um, where, where Dr. J or Magic Johnson, um, unless a limb was broken or, or something, they weren't coming out the game. And even sometimes when they were injured, um, you know, you saw Magic playing with a brace or whatnot, they still were going to get out there, and, and I'm – I'm sure in the back of their minds it was for the fans, but they felt they felt like they owed it to their teammates and to that organization to get out there and suit up all the time. Where nowadays that's not the case. I mean, you look at Cleveland, and, and me and my brother bet a whole bunch of money, and, and I'm glad Cleveland did what they did because my brother felt like the end of the season Cleveland wasn't um, at their best, and they were resting players and resting LeBron and. Instead of getting the first seed, they wound up getting the second seed. Well, it, it's turned out perfect for them. They're rested in the playoffs. Um, 
you know, they kind of had one blip versus the Celtics, but, but they rested their players. The Warriors were doing that going into the playoffs, resting their players. So now it's a, it's a different mindset and different mentality. The players on the team don't see it as a betrayal of, of, of the team and, and their trust, and we're all supposed to be out here giving our all. They expect the, the best players to get rest, and that's a mentality that's changed over the years. They, it, it's expected. Greg Popovich, you know, on national, and, and I think he's the one who's really started it with his team. You might have a player sit out, but, you know, Greg Popovich would be on national TV and sit all the stars. I mean, I remember when Duncan was there, he would sit Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, and, and, and play all his uh, subs on nationally televised games. And, and you typically don't have coaches doing that especially during national televised games, but more and more teams have started that trend. Like I said, the Warriors picked up on it this year. Cleveland has started doing it as of late, and I'm sure as we progress, more and more teams, now that that's how they see themselves and the mentality has changed, will continue to do so. Right. I'll tell you what, we're going to take our last break. we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about more what's going on in the NBA as well as uh, the playoffs. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is your co-host, Chris Marwitz. I have with us, we have Abe, we have Wayman, and we have Reggie Slater. So, you know... Hey, bring it on. We got all-time NBA right now going on. So, so Reggie, you, during the break, you were talking a little bit about when you go to games, who you sit with. Tell, tell our audience a little bit about what, what goes on. Well, uh, a lot of, I'm in the uh, Retired Players Association, and there are a lot of events we get 
uh, invited to, and, you know, we participate and get out in the community and whatnot, and every so often we'll get together and go to a game and just talk about it. And, it, and it's great for me because I'm sitting there with guys that played in the, you know, late 70s, the 80s, the 90s with me. Uh, you know, all these guys are retired, and we talk about how the game has changed a little bit. And aside from that, I've built relationships with some of these players. Oftentimes when I watch TV, I can look on TV and say, oh, Oklahoma, I know the assistant coach there or the Clipper. I know that guy. And, you know, if I go to the game, we talk to uh, players, just, you know, guy to guy talking, you know, how's practice and how's this team? And, and is it like when we played together? No, oh, it's totally different. <laughs> it's a totally different uh, mindset. Uh, of, of playing ball. I'll give you a for instance. <clears throat> My, one of the best years I had was with Minnesota. And that was when Kevin Garnett was on the team. They had a trail speed well and Wally Zerbiak and all those guys. And practice was, you had to have a hard hat. I mean, it was, it was pretty darn tough. Matter of fact, uh, the team before that, that I played with, I was uh, lucky enough to play against Charles, play with Charles Oakley. Same thing. Practice, you have to have a hard hat on there. I mean, it was it was nothing to get a bloody nose, or and that's the least thing a bloody nose, or to get in a fight about something. You know, it was, it was pretty darn tough because it's competitive. Everybody's, you know, um, everybody's uh, fighting for a spot. Literally, at times, fighting for a spot. And from what the guys are telling me, it's not that type of atmosphere anymore. Because once you get that guaranteed contract, you know, the, the NBA has been blessed that. They've had some lucrative deals in their, uh, uh, their, in their CBA. And, you know, once these people, coaches, uh, owners have made an investment and they got, I don't know, $20 million, $30 million tied into this guy, you have to coach them a certain way because you want some production out of that investment. And, you know, these guys know that. They're like, all right, I'm making $20 million a year and the coach is making $2 million a year. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to have their way? You know? <laughs> Pretty Let's obvious. A little bit different mentality. Yeah. But it's, it's still interesting. I, you know, when you were telling, telling us the story, it was like, huh, didn't realize all that. I, I mean, I, I know we've had you on, on a few times, and, you know, you've talked about how, how the league has changed from, from when you were in it. And and it's 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 not the same, you know, when you played. So... It's, it's even more so, you know, when you hear more of the stories. Well, I mean, there's definitely some positives that are happening, but there has, I ha- one has to acknowledge the changes that have occurred. Okay. And made it, made it softer. <laughs> That's the term that I keep hearing. <laughs> yeah. He's being thrown around. Yeah. Interesting. All right, guys. So let's talk about the playoffs. You know, this 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 season, uh, most of the games have pretty much been blowouts. You know, I think there's less than a handful have actually been a close score. And and my my question to you guys is, what do you attribute this to? Well, why, why do you think there's been more blowouts than than there's been any close games like there normally has been in the past? So uh, so uh, let's start with you, Abe. Do you have a do you have a, a Reason why you think that it's happening? Well, you know, I, I, I can't say honestly, you know, for sure why why exactly it's happening. But you know, some of the, some of the reason could be, you know, the the fact that 
you know, some of these, these teams are resting some of their guys up, you know, for these uh, crucial games. You know, that, that plays a little bit into it, I think. Uh, and, you know, I, I think uh, uh, some of it could be the fact that, uh, you know, that a lot of these guys are just rising to the occasion. You know, this is game time. This is when it counts. This is when they're, you know, they're they're making their money, and and this is when they they need to perform, you know. So, I think the the combination of those two things, you know, uh, uh, plays plays into to to the whole scenario uh, a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I can't say for sure. So that's that's all I got. Gotcha. Wayman, what, what, what do you have to say for, for why it's happening? Well, I mean, it's not a surprise. I mean, at the end of the last season, you knew who was going to be in the championship this season. And when this championship is over, I guarantee you everybody will predict that the same two teams will be in the championship next year. Um, I think for one of the few times in NBA history, maybe outside of the Bulls run, and, and, and that's what this feels like to me. Um, you look at all the great Knicks teams back then. Um, you look at uh, uh, the Indiana Pacers uh, during Jordan's era. Those were very good teams. Um, the Knicks teams, Patrick Ewing is never going to have a championship ring. Um, Reggie Miller is never going to have a championship ring. Uh, they had some great teams during that time with Mark Jackson, Reggie Miller. Um, you know, you got Ewing and, and, and the different people that played with him. But what stood in his way was the Bulls run and the Bulls dynasty. And, you know, after they kind of shook loose from Detroit. But look at the talent disparity disparity that, that exists in the NBA. you got Cleveland with LeBron James. Look at the game last night where he had four fouls in the second half. And you have another all-star that can come and dominate the way Kyrie Irving did. Kevin Love had 17 points and 17 rebounds. you got Darren Williams, a former... You know, he was one of the top two-point guards in the league. He was being debated, him and Chris Paul, a few years ago. Okay, so he's falling off. But you got that guy coming off your bench. Who else in the NBA besides the Warriors, let alone the East, can compare with that? And then we don't even have to talk about the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors have Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, um, Draymond Green, and I'm forgetting the other guy's name, um, whose dad played uh, in the NBA. Dang it. Uh, Anyways, the Warriors... Their front, yeah, Thompson. So they got four All Stars on their team. You got Iguodala, a former All Star, on your bench. Livingston, um, and, and you have up and comers that you keep adding. Javale McGee. From a talent standpoint, there's not a team in the NBA that probably has two superstars. And I always like to say one and a half. Um, but but you're looking at a legitimate three with Cleveland and a legitimate four if not more, from the Golden State Warriors. And and there's your answer right there. The the talent disparity is is like none I've ever seen of the Bulls back in the day. Right, right. I think a a lot of that is a reflection of the the, uh, uh, trades and and, and whatnot. Whereas uh, back in the day when you see the, you know, Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas's, or, or, or the Magics and the Kareems, uh, and even though Kareem had, you know, bounced around a little bit, uh, uh, guys put together dynasties now, right? It's not like it grew 
Um, a perfect example, I think, is um, the Shaq, way back in my day. And he was with Orlando for a number of years. He was growing, 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 and all of a sudden, L.A. plucked him up. Now, I think there's situations like that now, except on steroids. You know, you got LeBron, and okay, we're going to get this guy that was a you know all star, and that guy that was an all star, and all of a sudden, they have an instant championship team. You know, whereas that wasn't the thing, um, you know, decades ago. Very, very true. Very true. I, I, I enjoyed what you guys were just pointing out on there because I've been, I've been telling myself like, what, where is all this coming from? Why is there all this difference in, in the, in disparity on, on wins and losses? And you know, as, as a fan of the game, it's, it's some, sometimes painful to watch when there's just blowout <laughs> after blowout. Yeah, it's not competitive, right? Everybody wants a competitive game. Sure. If I could interject one more thing, I think it's it's the money that's in the game now too. Like like um, you know, Reggie was just now saying, you can build an instant dynasty because of money. You know, when you, when you can pay somebody thirty, forty million dollars a year, um, and keep your team together. You know, back then when when Magic and and Jordan Jordan didn't get. I'm not going to say Jordan didn't get rich off a of plan for the Bulls, but obviously in his investments and endorsements have paid him way more money. He he made some money on the Bulls, but Jordan, his contract now would be minuscule to what these guys are making now. Um, yep. And you can just keep add, you can just keep adding players. I mean, look at look at the Warriors. They just now pay Draymond Green ninety million. Steph Curry's going to get two hundred something million. Um, Durant's going to get 175 something million when he resigns or re-ups with him. I mean, it's ridiculous the amount of money that exists. So now you can just throw all this money at whoever you want, and obviously so wait a minute, hold on. So you're telling me that I can get all this money and I can go to a team that's going to win a championship? <laughs> now you can. Hey. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. I can guys, go on a team. Give me all my money and go on a team with a guy that I don't have to. Carry the whole load myself. We can take turns <laughs> exactly. almost. Right. <laughs> well, guys, like music playing in my ear. We gotta we gotta close the show up. But you know, Reggie, thank you for coming on. I know it's it's sometimes hard with hard with your schedule, but it's always great to have you on, Wayman. I appreciate. It. I'm sorry, I was late. You know, thank you, I, Wayman. You know, you know, much love for you and Abe. <laughs> thank you. Know, we, we we go way back, don't we? Don't we, Abe? Yeah. That's right, yes. Yeah, all the way back to the beginning of last season. So, <laughs> anyway, guys, you have a great week, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk next week. All right, Thank you guys. Take care. Right. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. All right, take care. All right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 